Hi, this is Aquarian Anarchy. You'll notice that Chad's not here tonight, but Nico and I will hold down the fort and uh, talk about uh, this revolution calling. Everybody ready for Aquarian Anarchy? All right. So our quote for tonight is Alexis de Tocqueville. Um, and he said, the revolution in the United States was produced by a mature and thoughtful taste of, for liberty and not by a vague and undefined instinct for independence. So before we dive in all, the, all that craziness, how you been, Nico? I've been good. You know, working, putting my head down and um, been... Um, Building networks, so I'm excited for what I've got coming up soon. That's good. What you, you don't want to talk about it, or what you got going on? Well, um, it's a business meeting that I have Thursday. Um, cool. And it will be for like um, doing stocks, and um, not just doing stocks. I was learning to do stocks when I was uh, a few years ago, but this guy has a couple of things in place that he wants to sit down and possibly bargain with me about like me being in his class and things like that. So that's cool. um, what I'm everything the best, about. man. Build, build, build. So yeah. Um, and then also I've been out the way with my tarot things, but I'm about to get back on it. I've had a very hectic um, month and a half, if you will. Yeah. So, yeah. How about you yeah. and yourself? Well, like we were talking about before we got on here, I've had some family stuff I've had to deal with this week, and that's been challenging, but good, I guess, because, you know, it is life, and we're going to be all right at the end of the day. But, but right. yeah, deal, dealing with family stuff. Um, but we also had a sale last week, which was cool. We, uh, Our town did like a, a – like town fair thing and they had everybody gets out and does sales and stuff. We made a little bit of money, got a, rid of a bunch of junk. I did try to do some tarot as part of my outreach to the town. I put a little sign out. I was going to do like a little quick reading for five, for five bucks and do a full reading for 20, just and take them inside where they, they can get a private reading. But unfortunately we didn't do it Saturday. We were going to do it both Friday and Saturday and Saturday rains. So we didn't do it Saturday, but mm -hmm. I was going to do a little bit of Tarot myself. So, um, but that didn't happen. Uh, nobody seemed interested. We did make quite a bit of money. Well, I don't know about quite a bit, but enough for a little yard sale, <laughs> you know, but that's really all I've been up to. And uh, for those that don't know, last week, we the reason we didn't do this episode last week was because my internet went down for almost 48 hours. Um, and it started like in, on Wednesday. So I just said, fuck it. And we'll, we'll go next week. So that's where we're at. And that's what we were going to do. So I want to kind of dive into the topic tonight um one of the, the i wanted to talk about this largely around fourth of july and i realize we're a little bit later than that but one of the things that that has been on my mind lately with the fourth of july and the the celebration of freedom and all of that that stuff that the statists like to pretend um i wanted to kind of cover 
not only that stuff, but current events and how freedom is impact, ha, has impacted us and what's been going on. So I, I guess to kind of start with, um, I want to first talk to the anarchists among us that will be will certainly be saying, well, those, those George Washington was a statist, and Benjamin Franklin was a statist, and and Thomas Jefferson was a statist. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, most people didn't call themselves anarchists or voluntarists in 1776. I'm not saying there was nobody out there, but it was very few and far between. Probably of the people that we kind of look at in the United States as the kind of founding fathers and people that were influential towards freedom in that period of time, the only person to my mind that comes close to being uh, an anarchist or a voluntarist is uh, Thomas Paine. And you can go read most of his stuff. Uh, Common Sense is what he's famous for, but I actually prefer uh, his other works more and uh but um but yeah he he's probably the closest one so but you know of course these these people institutionalized slavery they they were not anarchists you know i know that and a lot of people know that but the ideas that these people believed at that time were were more along the lines of what i would call minarchism and they were really, really ahead of their time for that time. And well, at that time, also, you got to think they're under, under somebody's thumb as well, and they're tired of the bullshit. So they're like, yeah, I'm kind of tired of this, guys. You guys want freedom? I want freedom, too. So Exactly. And, and the, you know, they, they, they had ideas. They weren't going on social media and bitching about the government. They were actually trying to to do something about it. Those were uh, real men back then, though. Exactly. And so when people get up in arms that, that I'm an anarchist and I should understand that those people, of course I understand that. But John Locke, without without John Locke, who most of the founding fathers based all their bullshit on, all their stuff that they believed in, all the minarchist ideas, going away from monarchy, going towards representative government, all that kind of stuff, John Locke did that. And without John Locke, you don't wind up with Murray Rothbard. He says it himself in uh, Ethics of Liberty that a lot of his ideas came from Locke and he built on those ideas. And, and Spooner's the same. You know, most of these people now, you know, Emma Goldman probably didn't give two shits about Locke, but Emma Goldman was a, was a little bit different of a situation. But largely, what what we see as anarchism really gets its in, infancy from Locke and that through Locke to the the founding fathers of this country. And I would also include Voltaire and probably Rousseau, although Rousseau was much more of a status than even Voltaire was. Mm-hmm. But those those people in France started this bullshit that that the, the idea that we we shouldn't have some master cracking a whip above us. That's their idea, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and we just went, okay, well, if it's not okay to take 10% of our money, why is it okay to take any of our money? You know, those mm-hmm. kinds of things. Yeah, no, they put their foot down because For- they're tired of getting 
you know, tax those are the simple things. And for sure, we, as Americans, we don't fight for getting super tax for gas, you know, from it going from like 99 cents to like $4 now. Right. Yeah, it, that's that's one of the things. I mean, like like you and I were talking about before we got on here, you know, the the founding fathers of this country would would be just blown away by all of the taxation that we have. They're rolling in their graves. Right. You know, they threw a fit over like three and five percent taxes. <laughs> you know, the the a lot of the stuff they were throwing tea. I think I don't remember the the exact amount. It was like five percent tax on tea. And they're throwing the motherfucker overboard. Woo! <laughs> you know, fuck all that. And they, we ain't paying your damn taxes. And, you know, and they, they, of course, they were screaming no taxation without representation. And and I understand that. But uh, but come on. Th this idea that is, you know, freedom. Sure, it's got it's you can go back to Lao Tzu and you can go back to you know ancient times. There's a symbol in Sumerian for the idea of liberty and freedom. Mm -hmm. So it's an ancient idea, but it wasn't really practiced very well until no. until about 1700s. So I mean when you're looking at as somebody that's a, a younger black man, what do you see? as it relates to the, the, like that era, what do you think? Because you, you know, the history and, and frankly, Nico, you probably know the history better than most, you know? Um, um, I mean, so. in the regards to, um, in 1770s or the, yeah, or like, like the, the founding fathers. And what do you think about when you're thinking about like George Washington or, or Thomas Jefferson or Benjamin Franklin or any of those people? I mean, ultimately, I, I respect them for like the values that they placed, but they're still twisted because they're distorted white men's views opposed to somebody who doesn't have nece necessarily like greed on their mind. Um, so like in the aspects of them, they were significant part like parts of America, but Ultimately, um, I'm sorry. I just have this chip stuck in my tooth. That's all right. Ultimately, there are people who were, um, I just say vampires. They're vampires to the land. I mean, granted, yes, they've had some very. So are you saying that like Washington and all of them were vampires or just the people in general? Washington and them, like how they set, somewhat set up <clears throat> their structures and societies. Um, granted, they are, like I said, they're people who have given us great ideas for freedom, but if you're going to talk about freedom, you have to enact it on all parts, opposed to just having it in some sectors. For then, sure. you're just, then you're just only talking about a class system. Yeah, and, and, you know, for sure, but to me, you know, I, I, you know, granted, I agree with you that, that, you know, all of these people we're talking about, I don't know that Benjamin Franklin had slaves, but 
Jefferson and, and Washington certainly did. And, you know, so you're right. They, they did, they talked an awful lot about freedom and then owned human beings. Um, but the argument can be made that, and I would, I would argue that, that they were required by the economy to have them. Jefferson argued as much that, that without, you know, that he would go out of business because he, he had a large plantation family business and without slaves at the time, he would go out of business. To each his own, but like a family business or not, that still doesn't change the fact of like the treatment of it. That's still, that still puts them in a slave. Like now if they're getting little pieces and then they're like, functioning and like putting the money back into society and recreating like a proper foundation for that society opposed to stripping away rights like there there's a lot more that could have been added in slavery to make like modernized like capitalism to like a degree or some shit like that like things, <laughs> well, things could have things could have ran a lot more efficiently if, right if they nickeled and dimed somebody or gave them like a little payment do you think hmm. like things could have been a little bit more efficiently but you know what they could have done to make their slavery a whole lot better first of all don't tell people that they're slaves don't tell them just yeah. tell them that you've taxed all their money away well how about this um let's not beat them or feed them like sloppy seconds yeah that'd be nice that'd be yeah. really nice what, what what I think we should do is so we're going to plan our own slave plantation. What we're going to do. Right? <laughs> that sounds so terrible. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> right. Me and you are going to be in charge of the slave plantation. So what we're going to do is, first of all, we're going to we're going to own all the land. All right. This is federal land because <laughs> because we're the federal government now. Right. Yeah. So this yeah. is federal land. Fuck all your other land. So we're going to go ahead and seize the land large parts of it all across the West, right? And then what we're going to do is we're going to make it impossible for people to actually subsist themselves without our assistance because we're going to attack them so deeply mm -hmm. that they have to work for the, for the system that we work, that we work in. Right. And then what we're going to do is we're going to kind of get, because you can't, if you tell somebody, I'm going to take 20% of your paycheck, that, that kind of like they'll get mad about that, right? Mm -hmm. But if you you just kind of say, well, we're gonna we're gonna like fix the roads, right? <laughs> and now we're not gonna we're not calling you a slave. Remember that. But <laughs> we're not gonna we're gonna tax the roads, and we're gonna take a big chunk out of your money, and um, for your roads, right? Right. And because of that, we're going to need a system and we're going to need these people that know how to, you know, like deal with money. I don't know, some banks or something like that. And we're going to put them in charge of your money. We're going to call them, we're federal. So let's call them the Federal Reserve. Mm. And we're going to have them not only directly tax you, right? We're not only going to take money straight out, but we're going to use inflation. And we're going to raise the prices of shit so that the, however much money you have is worth less every single day. Right. And is any of this sounding familiar? <laughs> right. So, again, yes, 
It was wrong. It was bad. They did awful things. You know, Jefferson certainly freed a bunch of slaves. He did some things. He opposed slavery. All that stuff is true, but he still owned human beings. At the end of the day, there is no way in hell, and it looks like Chad's coming in. There is no way in hell that I would own a human being. Just I want to own all the human beings. What are you talking about? <laughs> the dictator's back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, well, there's no tater, but I am a... Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I got one, anyway. I see y'all tried to start this shit without me. I see how I it is. Did. I, see how I, it is. I was like, fuck that, Chad. He's running late. Let's get the fuck in there and get our shit okay. set. Okay. All right. All right. I see how it is. How's, how you doing, brother? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. I, no, I'll continue. Continue. I, I liked Marcus's uh, rant, deconstruction of the um, the whole like current slave system that we have in place right. that uh, that everyone seems to think is freedom. Because um, what you have to uh, the what I, I was, I was going to say, Marcus, there's a very easy slogan that you can use to <laughs> to let these uh, people know that they are not slaves and that they are in fact free, even though you're taxing the living shit out of them. You just say freedom isn't free. Right. <laughs> for sure. Freedom. got to fight for that shit. You got to get a pay for it. That's what I see on bumper stickers all over. Look, I live in the <laughs> South. So like it's uh, the South has risen again already, apparently because um, everybody is like freedom isn't free. That's why I give them everything. Um, so anyway, yeah. Yeah, how about no? How about you You just let me have my own freedom and my own money? How about that? The same, the same people who complain about taxes all the time, and, and I'll start talking to them about, yes, I agree. Like I, sh I think there should be no taxes. They're like, what are you talking about? Who's going to build the roads and who's going to pay for the police? And I'm like, um, there were roads before there was government. And uh, the... the do we want to talk about like, the police thing? Like, come on now. They act like all of our organization just crumbles away. Right. Well, mm -hmm. well it, that's that's the whole shazam that they put on people. That's though. the mirage. Yeah. The canard. Yeah. yeah. They're like, you know, you wouldn't be able to exist without us. Anarchy is chaos. And you, right. you couldn't be ever deal with just living yourself, except that we do every damn day. <laughs> you know, we didn't we didn't have to legislate to get the three of us here. Believe it or not, we just said, "Hey, we're going to show up at this time." And Chad Look, was late. I, I got to say, yeah, so I'm late, but I, I, have, <laughs> I have something very important to do. First of all, I had work. I, I've been I, listen. I drove to Texas and back, and then to Mississippi and back, and then I'm going to Texas again tomorrow. Wow. So kiss my ass. Um, <laughs> it's been exhausting, but I'll say this. Um, I, when I was going through the the Rumble stuff and everything, we have actually we've actually earned a little bit of money on Rumble, just like existing, like not even it's not very much, but we've earned some money on Rumble. Um, nice. We've never earned a penny on YouTube, <laughs> right? So hell with YouTube. Um, and we're like everybody over to Rumble, <laughs> and if you want to, you can actually even like super chat us on Rumble. We can't, we still can't get super chats on YouTube. But we can we can get them on Rumble. So go over to Rumble if you want to. Super chat the shit and out. Drop of us. drop some. I'm watching it. Uh, you know, you drop a whatever they call them, Rumble rants or something like that. Um, you go drop a rant down, and it'll uh, it'll it'll stay up to where we can read it. And then I 
I promise every rumble rant, everything, every paid chat on this show from now until the end of time, I will read it aloud. Even Except if that for means, if it's some nasty shit. Well, right, right, right. Yeah, don't. Uh, yeah, if it, I, I, I do reserve the discretion, and Marcus and Nico do as well to, uh, to, to censor some of these things. Um, we believe in censorship. No here. fuck no, my uh, shit. We believe in censoring what we say. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't have to say something I don't want to say. But, uh, but as long as you keep it respectful and, and cool and everything, I will read your, uh, your, your rant aloud. Um, I don't even here. read it in an accent. Like right. Cent or ja Rule or something. Oh, one of those accents. I was thinking, yeah. I, I thought we were going to get something like Irish or something. Oh, um, you know, I can do a Barack Obama one too, you know. Scott says, well, duck. See, I'll even read some of these that aren't paid for. Um, no, but I'll do that. Even if we get so big that we're like Tim Pool and there's like, they're so fast that you can't really even keep up with them, I'll still read them all. Even we if just it may means have you to have stay to stay for here for hour. five hours, <laughs> I'll be making enough money that it'll be justified. Right, so. right. We'll quit our job. Yeah, so that's you know what? Yeah, I don't have a job. So, like, why don't I just read all these super chats? Um, <laughs> but anyway, we appreciate everybody coming through. And I apologize for being late. Um, and thank you, gentlemen, for uh, for, for holding down the fort um, while I was uh, rushing to get back. But um, this is an interesting one. I want to see, like, where – so you, you we, we – this is supposed to be like a 4th of July, mm -hmm. post 4th of July. Also, what's going on in France, kind of, you know, um, forensic analysis of sorts. And uh, now it can be, you know, the body's good and cold over there in France. Um, we can we can kind of uh, dig into a little bit of that. I don't know if you want to or not, but I, I do. This, this one struck me as interesting because the whole idea of revolution. It's interesting that this show has been called the evolution of the revolution for so long. Because I, I feel like the show has evolved. Agreed. The idea of revolution all over the world has kind of evolved over the course of the three years that we've been doing this together. And I think each one of us individually, I know me for certain, I have evolved relative to this idea of like revolution and, um, you know, hell, when we first started this, Marcus... I was getting ready to go to the Orlando LP national convention. Right. And then I went to the LP national convention and I was all, you know, we were all in trying to get help, get Adam nominated so that we could have a chance to see him at debates or see him do some protests or whatever. And that didn't materialize. And uh, I think that you and I have both kind of gone back to, to this, like, uh, I don't think this is the way yeah. um, kind of. Uh, so anyway, let's, let's just kind of, if y'all, unless y'all wanted to get back into what y'all were talking about, because I know well, I interrupted y'all. That's yeah, okay. To a degree, that was just the basis to mm -hmm. where, where we are. Um, and, and what I want to kind of interject and, and, to, you know, Ch to Chad's point with France is we have been being shown you know, the, the American people are known for being rebels. They're known for being uh, revolutionary. They're known for being individualist. Well, mm. there's a bunch of countries that are certainly showing and have shown over the past five or so years that they are way more willing to stand up for their rights than Americans. They're willing to stand up for their, for their, uh, freedom for the, the the everything from from freedom of speech 
to freedom to farm to freedom in general there the people in the world whether you're talking about france or you're talking about hong kong or you're talking about you know the netherlands and there are a variety of other places where particularly impressed by africa with covid because we, we saw africa and um and south america pushing back more than anywhere else mm -hmm. now people got just i'm not gonna make my people get that that their poke and suddenly mm -hmm. i feel ill now i'm dead but right. <laughs> but <laughs> well they also if you notice like bolsonaro um he he was like a big you know who did he say he said masks are gay or something like that <laughs> where right. masks are gay is gay yeah. or something like that or, or i mean he may have even dropped the f word i don't remember yeah. but uh that that's what he, yeah, he did. He said masks are for Fs. That's what he said. <laughs> and uh, that was pretty funny. But um, but no, but so he is actually like apparently like Brazil has their own like super Nazi CBDC coming. Yeah, well, it, and so it, it's but, like that, you know, you pick your poison, like there's gonna they can but, be but they can be okay on one out. thing and they, yeah, well, yeah, and also like it's kind of like all right, yeah, well, uh Hillary Clinton got kicked out and eh, not really, you know, like they're, they're sure. still the same. Obama's not in office anymore, except that he, he's kind of running the Biden administration. Um, wait, are we allowed to say that? Uh, you know, we're on, we are on rumble. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but not on YouTube <laughs> for sure. But I, I wanted to point out that what the, what, what spirit was evoked in the Declaration of Independence. Um, and I'm not a big fan of the Constitution, for those that know. I, I mean, it does give a list of rights. It also sets up a state. Well, actually, so <laughs> technically, the Constitution didn't do that. True. They had to. They had to make an Amended. addendum to, to right. it. Right. To be like, oh, by right. the way, by the way, uh, we're some disagreement on whether this stuff will be protected or not. So, just for to satisfy those idiots, we're going to go ahead and write this stuff down. And, and now they're arguing about like that's not what that means. That doesn't mean guns. That right. means like a well-regulated militia, not just any random person. It has to be well regulated. Like, oh my God, these people are retarded. But eh, this is where we are. Even though you can, the person who penned it, you can go read his, which just to be clear is, is Madison, but you can go read where he said, a militia is any individual with firearm. So, you know, they were clear. But that, that. So was of, Roland Emmerich when he made The Patriot. You know, that, that was. Uh, uh, anyway, no, you don't know what I'm talking about. Mel Gibson no, and the, pa the Patriot. You never saw the, the Patriot with Mel with Gibson? Mel Gibson? Yes, yeah. I've seen that. Oh, yeah, that's Roland Emmerich. He's the uh, director. Okay. Anyway, oh, I'm I sorry. I digest. Go ahead. But but that that whole like energy of okay, we're gonna fight for freedom, we're gonna we're mm -hmm. gonna demand our rights, we're gonna do all that stuff. That's what I've always been told America's supposed to be, right? That that's what we allegedly. Are, right? Just yeah, told. right. And, and we were told, you know, hey, we realized that civil war happened because, you know, we realized that black folks need that freedom, too. Right. That's yeah. what we were told. Right. We're also told that if the cops come and try to kick your door down and shoot you over a fake warrant that they made up, that if you just hold the Constitution up like this, it blocks bullets. Right. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, exactly. But <clears throat> where I'm at is. Where is that? 
It ain't in the streets. I'm telling you right now. And you can say, well, Mark, but but you can go out. I have. I have gone out. I have mm-hmm. protested. I have. Mm-hmm. When they locked my town, my, my city down, I lived near Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. I was there. I did go out. They've never stressed how important the rights are. They've only took us to class and showed us, like, oh, these are your rights. Everybody pay attention. (laughs) We are talking. Well, can we we draw a distinction, too, between, like, um, what a lot of protests are, which is begging people to not be tyrants versus the simple protest of, no, I'm not doing that. Right. Or I'm going to keep doing this, and you can't stop me. Yep, mm-hmm. that's a that's a, that's a true protest. Whereas the other is more like they're screaming. I'm going to hold this sign until you stop beating people up, and right. or or until you stop. But I'm wearing a mask while I'm holding my sign, and I guess if you say it loud enough and threaten me with enough of my job, I'll go ahead and get the shot. But I'm protesting. Like they, my my daughter had some friends who like, it, all it took was, and I had a guy I worked with. All it took for him was he wanted to go on a cruise with his girlfriend and her family. Right. All it took for my daughter's friends was they weren't going to get to go to football games. My daughter went to the football games. She never got any shots. Right. She was just like, "No, nah, you just, no, I'm not doing it, and I'm just going to go anyway." Yep. And, that's and protesting I, like sure. you know what i mean hold standing outside and going hey heck no we won't go and then you go like that's right. not that's not <laughs> protesting right yeah yeah now like I, jorgensen I, i'm sorry yeah, oh for sure yeah yeah for, <laughs> for y'all gotta move this bus okay <laughs> yeah right yeah yeah the, the, and telling adam and to be clear with anybody that doesn't know both chad and i are friends and and frankly i would consider consider nico and adam friends he's seen him enough times <laughs> but but we we were friends with adam kokesh and you know seeing you know i don't know these people trying to to pretend like they can stand up for something mm-hmm. and then complying there's no you know when i when i went to the for instance there was an open indiana uh protests that i went to because i've done a fair share of, of both kinds of what you're talking about except for the i did i didn't do their shit fuck all their mm-hmm. shit you know, <laughs> you know i i've got and if you don't believe me i got videos of me getting kicked out of all kinds of stores i was kicked out of staples my I was favorite was out. was you getting thrown out of the dmv because you wouldn't stand far away from your wife and your daughter right and i told him i flat out told him i, I said i fucked her last night <laughs> his <laughs> wife okay. his yeah. wife right wow. Yeah, yeah, my wife. Duh. <laughs> but yeah, but oh, man. but where is? But 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 at Not the same Arkansas. time, I, I agree with making the them irrelevant. But there is something to be said for saying no in a loud voice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There is something said for saying no. I'm not going to do that. But to your point, Chad, you know, you can't turn around and do it. If you say, no, I'm not going to fucking get your jab. No, I'm not going to fucking. Well, everybody got scared. Because, you know, I mean, they're they're resisting the government for the first time ever. So it's like, they're like, oh, shit, guys. The water's kind of cold. I don't know about Mm -hmm. this one. Mm -hmm. I'm going to let y'all jump first, and I'll be right behind you. Oh, no, y'all not jumping? 
Well, uh, that was fun. Woo! Everybody mm -hmm. enjoy themselves. We're exhilarated. Everybody, they feel that in their chest. All right, we're gonna go sit down now. Yeah, but 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 you have it correct when you're like, woo! It's kind of cold. Tell that fucking George Washington and his motherfuckers crossing the fucking river with frozen icicles coming through the fucking river next to them, fighting for freedom. You know, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, all these same people that want to that want to say those people don't are are evil bad people. Again, I will I will say they were statists. They did not have the full picture. This is two hundred years ago. Mm -hmm. You know. And so, so I will agree with that, but though, but where is that energy? Where There's a little evolution to that too, though, right? You know, sure. like it, it, that's, and that's part of the, the, I think your reasoning for, for using that terminology, the, re, yep. the, the evolution of the revolution is that, you know, at every step along the way throughout human history, there's been this growing realization of what it means to be human, what it means to be free, what it means to, <clears throat> to to like have a soul and to um to to try to be in touch with and and one with god and in a lot of ways that means not and it's it's funny too because there's what is it uh i think it's saint paul says in one of his epistles where he says you know not to be afraid of those who can destroy the body because they can't hurt your soul but Absolutely. to to be very careful of that which can harm your soul, um, and and I think a lot of times it's like Nico said, <clears throat> people get scared enough, and then they they capitulate. But what they're, what's capitulating out of fear for harming of their flesh, or of their pocketbook, whatever the case may be, all all of these things are material. For fear of of material harm, they will capitulate in here mm -hmm. and that's where you start to give a little bit of yourself away and and we see like the people who were because my wife and i deal with this all the time we're like i don't understand why like you have all these people who are like obviously corrupt they're obviously like not good people but they don't have the problems that we have and then it's like well because like what was the thing that you said marcus one of your one of your friends was like i don't understand y'all tell y'all y'all pray for like um you know kind of uh what is it like eschewing the the material for mm -hmm. the spiritual yeah and then, you get it. and then you get surprised when the material gets taken away from you and it's like yeah you know it's yeah duh ask for this dumbass like, right um and it's not necessarily saying like take all this away from me but it's like it does go to that thing like if your eye causes you to sin gouge it out you know kind of thing where it's like okay if this stuff is harming you in a way that is more eternal then maybe you don't need it maybe you need to get rid of it absolutely and i i want to point out a a quote and i don't think i have it on this computer but um i mercy otis warren has to to go with the idea of, of that revolution and why we should stand up and why we should you know stand with goodness and mm -hmm. do the and stand up for the the things like you're talking about chad she says um this is mercy otis warren who um to be clear was an anti-federalist and um she wrote the now she did it as a woman but wrote the uh the first uh uh like definitive history of the revolutionary war mm. and um but she 
probably was moving towards being after reading her she is probably moving towards being an anarchist but didn't mm-hmm. know that because the word really didn't exist at the time yeah, yeah. but she said we will stand against tyranny today or our children will bow tomorrow mm. Mm. and that's what we need to do yeah. that's there's the so, energy we need yeah there's so much of that similar kind of thread right with um what's the old uh you know Hard times create strong men, strong men create good times, good times create weak men, weak men create tough times, that kind of thing, or hard times, whatever. It's that same thing where it's like you're, you're the things that you <clears throat> that you kind of let slide today are going to be the things that lock your kids up tomorrow, you know? Absolutely. So, so. I want to also kind of, I guess, segue now into what what we were talking about. And Nico and I had a brief conversation before we got on here about this as well, um, about the the different places that are showing up America. I think the most recent mm. one is France. And um, you say showing up, you mean like showing us how it's done, like yeah. kind of kind of like um, yeah, show, showing us up in that sense. Yeah, okay. right. Yeah, they're they they are, you know, they're being more American. Than we are, right? <laughs> you know, they're, they're because I don't know what does it mean to be American anymore. That's it, of, watching that's TV and being on Twitter. <laughs> oh shit! That I'm an American, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man. But I ain't gonna keep us from. from <clears throat> what about watching Rumble? Does that count? Yo, Dutch is on. Uh, Dutch is on 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 Rumble chatting. Awesome. So. Good. And more people should join him <laughs> because yeah. if because. We are. I, I hate to tell people this, but our days are almost certainly numbered. The fact that we are within single digits of being monetized on YouTube. Yeah. Well, okay. So update on that. Means, we uh, can actually get monetized on a certain. Like we could do super chats and stuff like that. We they they changed some of the things. So now you only need 500 subscribers to get super chats, but you have to have 3000 watch hours or something like that. So we're going to have to do something. There's that thing where you can go like make, there's some setting that we don't have on all of our videos. Hmm. That's keeping them off of the public watch hours list or whatever, something like Hmm. that. So we're about halfway to that. And then there's some other thing where you have to do three uploads uh, in like 30 days or something like that, which we always do. Like we are we're, right. But I'm, I'm with Chad. Just go watch us on rumble. Yeah. Just go watch us on rumble. You can start giving us money now. Right. Um, so. We're in favor of that. So what is, wait, so what did Scott say? Being on YouTube? What? I don't know what you're talking about, Scott, but, uh, but yeah, we're, we're on YouTube and on rumble. Um, we're on both, but yeah. we appreciate everybody who's I'm watching the chat on rumble. I don't know why I wish I could get it to show up on here. But for some reason, it doesn't. Well, you have to um, stream it. Oh, oh, Nico. Nico was about to drop the truth. So they zapped him. (laughs) You just have to. (laughs) Bye, Nico. Come back. There he is. I'm sorry. My bad. What what truth bomb were you about to drop? Because uh, the the (laughs) monitor's got Like OBS Studios. You'd have to stream it through there. Oh then, yeah, see um, I can't do I can't do OBS on my on this computer. It's uh it's too resource intensive. I tried to do it I, before we did StreamYard back two years ago or whenever it was, two and a half years ago. I tried doing it through OBS and it was gonna be cool, but I couldn't get like it, it would just like all the cameras would just be frozen. Crash. So oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, never mind. I'm gonna have to get a whole new computer and everything. 
So you know, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, he says. Uh, Scott says that's that was his answer to what's Amer what does it mean to be American being on YouTube. So, <laughs> right. well, it's real so. <laughs> yeah, and he said that from uh, from Rumble, I assume. Yes, he did. He did. Yeah. <laughs> so, so to shift, I, I do want to get into how they're showing us up. Um, mm. So, France has happened recently. Um, mm -hmm. For those that don't know, because of course the mainstream media hardly has covered it at all, um, France has been on fire largely over the death of a of a, a guy that. Um, they unjustly, possibly, I don't know. I, like I said, it's it, the censorship's pretty harsh, but I, I do understand that the the particularly the immigrant population, Muslims particularly, have kind of gone crazy about it and are are going out and shooting folks, and they're pissed off. And when I say folks, I'm talking about the the government and shooting at and and becoming violent. Uh, towards that. And I actually had a, a conversation with somebody who, because I made the statement, make America rebel again. Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh, so you want violence? No, I do not want violence. I do not agree with aggression. But if you roll tanks down my goddamn road, I'm going to shoot at them. That's where it's at. I'm going to defend my You're freedom. You're going to twerk at them? <laughs> I'm not going to twerk at them. I might though. <laughs> if if the, they back off, the, I might just give them a little bit of my ass. That's what the 2020 uh, Streets of uh, awesome. Love protests did, where they, uh, they, they were doing the cop cop protests and everything. Yeah, it was either that or they were shitting on the cop cars or something <laughs> like that. That was the uh, Occupy Wall Street. Remember that? That's when a they shitty had protest. People shitting on shitting on cop cars and everything. It's like, <laughs> yeah, man, come on, people. But but at the end <laughs> of the Scott day, Scott said, "Bare naked twerk." <laughs> right. <laughs> And, and, and to be clear, our, my brother Michael was a member of Occupy. He went around, did mm. some of that stuff. So was uh, our one and only Hotep Jesus. He Well, he, I mean, not like a member, but he was that. out there. He was out there for that stuff early on. And then it got, that. and then it started to get weird. It was just like anything else, just like the BLM stuff and everything. Like Occupy got occupied. Right. By just, some powerful Just like interests. the Tea Party. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It started off one way. And then it got occupied. And then the crazy part was, I'll never forget, Glenn Beck, like, torpedoed one girl's campaign for, like, a, a house seat or something like that because he asked her questions about 9-11. And she was like, I still have questions. And he just, like, lit her up. Like, mm -hmm. basically, like, we can't have these 9-11 truthers um, in, in the... Basically, if if you don't believe the official narrative, right. you don't belong in Congress. And it's like, oh, all right. Well, I guess that's how this is going to go now. Right. It was Your basically establishment. Neat. Yeah, it was basically like that was the vid, you know, thing back then. Like you yeah. couldn't you couldn't say that it wasn't that we shouldn't be. Well, you could say it. You sh we shouldn't be in Afghanistan and Iraq, but you couldn't say that you know certain people who got things whispered in their ears while they were reading books to children had anything to do with it right you know who i'm talking about for yeah. sure that guy who looks like obama's cousin because he is <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so the shrubbery outside <laughs> yes that shrubbery exactly the shrubbery shrubbery uh, bring me a small laden shrubbery his first name <laughs> is anheuser how's he say that new shirt shrubbery did it <laughs> shrubbery <laughs> did it for sure so <laughs> so so again, 
you know, yes, America, you know, to, to Scott's point earlier, yes, France did its own rebellion. Now, they the, their rebellion involved a bunch of socialism. So mm-hmm. that wound up with Napoleon and a dictatorship. Mm-hmm. Sound familiar? <laughs> but and, so I'm not saying that revolution for revolution's sake is a good thing. What I'm saying is there is a time and a place to stand up and say no. And, and sometimes that, that time and place to say no is while someone's got a gun pointed at you. Sometimes it's not, Mm -hmm. sometimes it's not, sometimes it's time to shut the fuck up, do what you're told and then go do some other shit. But sometimes there is, it is the time to stand and say, no, you will not pass. You, you know, sometimes it is time to be the wizard standing in front of the, the big demon. Yeah. Yeah. Saying thou shalt not pass pass. And, you know, that's over and over again recently in modern France. They've done that. Whether you're talking about the current situation or you're talking about the yellow vests that mm-hmm. happened right before COVID, they shut down Paris more or less for for a year and barely covered in the media because it was a revolution against their government. Now, people will argue that it was a revolution against ta- against um, for socialism because the, there were people who were mad because they had been made promises that they would be getting a, their, their pension after a certain amount of years by the government, and they moved the date back. Mm-hmm. And they got pissed, as they should. They were made promises. If you're going, I, I don't believe in a state, but if you're going to have a state, it mm-hmm. should fucking keep its promises, mm-hmm. which... Which we all know that's why we shouldn't have a state because they never fucking do. Right. But, but, and you can't hold them accountable. That's the worst part. Like, so, like, if, if Best Buy, you know, if I buy something from Best Buy and then, like, I, let's say I, I buy something and it has a warranty. Okay. And then it breaks and I go in and I'm like, hey, still got three months under warranty and, it, it crapped out on me and here's what it is. I know I didn't drop it. I didn't drop it in the pool or the bathtub or anything like that. Like it just should stopped working. And then they're like, Oh yeah. Um, see that warranty. We don't, we don't honor that warranty anymore. <laughs> right. You know, uh, you, you, you'd be pissed and you would tell everybody about it and you'd never shop at Best Buy again. And you might even take some sort of like, uh, you know, suit against them. Uh, yeah. Some sort of like litigation against them or whatever. When, when, when you have something like that, where it's like, I, I keep telling people, cause I hear people talk all the time about like Roth IRAs, Roth IRA for people who don't know is the thing where like, instead of, so you can put your money in retirement now. And then when you take it out later, when you retire, they take taxes out at whatever your income level is, whatever that income tax bracket is, they, they take your taxes out. Well, if you do a Roth IRA, you can, you, you get it taken out, get the taxes taken out now, and then you put the money in there. And then whenever you withdraw it, they can't take taxes. And I always tell people, I'm like, not yet, right? but wait until they get to the point where push comes to shove and they get a little deep enough in debt where they need, and they're like, Hey, you know what we could do? We could start taxing Roth IRAs. Because I'll, I'll, if you don't believe that that's possible and you think like, no, they can't do that because it's illegal. That's not what Roth IRA says. Okay. I take you back to the original income tax. It was supposed to only be people making over $100,000 a year, which back then was like making $10 million a year now. 
Right. And it was supposed to be 1%. Now, mm-hmm. they're talking now about $600 in your PayPal. Right. <laughs> if you made it over $600 on DraftKings, they want <laughs> some of it. Right. So, so like, don't think for one second that they can't come after some shit and renege on their promises. They do it all the time. They are the consummate renegotiators. That's all they do is renege. It's just every, every, they would be the worst people to play poker with. Oh, you'd be God. like busting up every Please. hand. They'd be like, yeah, spades. They'd be, they'd be like, oh, yeah, look, we're going to have to put all the cards back. I didn't like what I got. Right. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, we're redealing this whole thing. I misdealed. Like, what? For sure. Holy yeah. shit, man. So, so basically, the, the several places in the world have, including Hong Kong, including, you know, and, and like I said, there were places that, that <laughs> they went off their leaders or got rid of them in one way or another that were in charge, if you will, mm-hmm. of governments at the time. And they just got rid of them because they said no. But in this country, people are just complying. You know, Nico, you're you're young. And you don't comply. Why are you different? Because I'm black. No, um, because uh, it's it's. I mean, I wouldn't account myself different. I just count myself like somebody who's open to the box that they're they're more open to uh, ideas instead of being constricted by them. Mm. Like I'm not somebody. Anybody could have this mindset. That's just if they're willing to be open to ideas, you know, but some people just have to have a strict ideology amongst this world or they'll mentally break and not compute. So, I mean, I'm, I'm a much more open individual. I wouldn't say that I'm, I'm different. I'm just another motherfucker. Everybody is different, but it makes them the same in the same way. Right, but mm-hmm. I, I'm watching a bunch of the people about your your age just saying, "Yep, go on, give me all that fucking bullshit. Go on, bring all the shit that you want to put on me on me. Tax me, daddy. Tax me harder. Yes." Whereas, <laughs> whereas you're like, "No, you can take know. that think, shit back to the bank. I don't, I don't want any of that." I think because I have, I don't know. We both have kids who are kind of like crossing over a few of these different. Um, age groups and everything but i think there's i think there's a a really strong thread of people who and and like some of the social media like tiktok and snapchat and stuff like that there's a lot of um there's a lot of people content creators and whatnot who are very much on like the anarchy game or at least on the something is up and look at this whole world with the side eye right nico wouldn't you wouldn't yeah. you agree that there's there's a lot yeah, of there's there's, in- there's a larger market of kids that are my age that are exploiting like for example uh tartaria and they're they're just using like uh, a tiktok platform like scraping up little little uh skits or some shit like that little segments of them explaining a part of russia that's not really told on the map and therefore oh well we have to start side-eyeing it because now they're lying about history or mm-hmm. they're they're talking about um um political things like fucking nick fuentes for fucking crying out loud oh my god 
and guess what? It's crazy enough because he's from Illinois. So it's like, um, but like there's there's plenty of kids out there. It's just that it depends on what market of social media that you're oh, sorry. What market of social media that you're uh, privy to and what you mm-hmm. do. Yeah, see, I personally think I, I look at um, like my kids and I look at the 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 younger people that I work with because I work with a bunch of designers straight out of uh, straight out of college. They're like in their early 20s and I, I listen and I pay attention. And like, for instance, we, we were talking the other day and there's this one guy at work and he in uh uh, he was talking about, well, shouldn't we just be more involved in doing stuff with our homes? And we uh, shouldn't we have all the power back home in our local communities? And I'm like, well, yeah, uh, duh, that's what we should be doing. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, but then you'll be called comrade. Because in his mind, that's what communism means. Oh, wow. So, hmm. right. <laughs> and Interesting. And, so what I think is going on, I, I think Nico's right. And I think right underneath the surface of what we're seeing as compliance, mm-hmm. there is a bubbling. Yeah. Everyone I talk to at work, everyone, I would say 90% of what I talk about, because I don't generally at work be like, oh, I'm an anarchist. Did I mention I'm an anarchist? Oh, yes, yeah, you anarchy, do. Anarchy. We know you're full of shit, Marcus. We well, know you they do, do that. know I'm an anarchist. Like I pulled the guy aside, said, no, I'm not a communist. I'm an anarchist. But yeah. and, and the different and gave a little brief in, introduction. But um, but I don't like I just talk about ideas. Don't you think mm-hmm. don't you think all those people are criminals? You know, those kinds of interjections. Mm-hmm. And they almost always agree with me. So I think that, you know, I it, it reminds me of when the Berlin Wall fell. Mm-hmm. You know, I I had no idea that was coming. Now I was a kid. You know, I was, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, fifth grade, seventh grade, no, something like that. No, when the Berlin Wall came down, you were, you were older than that. Because... I think I was in middle school. Because I was like a sophomore or a junior in high school, it was like 1991. No, I would have been, yeah, yeah. I graduated and I think I think the Berlin Wall came down in '88. Give me a second, or maybe '89 or something like that. I don't know. Maybe I was a freshman. You were in eighth grade, maybe because you're a year younger than me, right? 1989. Yeah. See, all right. 89. So and I graduated in '93. So I bet. Yeah, and I graduated in '92. So I was an I was a sophomore, and you were. Oh, that's what I said. I, I was like, I knew you were whole, older than fifth grade because I knew I was in high school already. Yeah. Because I knew. I remember it was Mr. Harmon. He was my uh, my uh, was it American history? I think freshman year mm-hmm. um, teacher. And I remember he just like he was fit to be tied. Like when when the Berlin Wall came down, you would have sworn like we won every. Uh, sports championship in the history of sports championships right. all at once. It was like, he was like, ah, this is great. You know, it was like, it meant something. And then I was like, ah, maybe, I don't know. Sure. Um, I think it meant something, but it didn't, I don't think it meant as much as what people made it out to, to mean, because there's Absolutely. still a lot of fuckery going on. Right. Just like people, I was trying to explain to somebody, I, I, I was very gentle and I was just like, man, if only, what we believe or, or what we were told about 
the foundation of the United States was true. Absolutely. Um, because it, it was like, yeah, I think it all started with the Federal Reserve. And I was like, I mean, that was one of the steps in the long process of getting to where we are. But like, if you don't believe that the country was founded basically to end up that way, then you're, you're missing the, you're missing the boat. The constitution was a flip on its head of the, uh, articles of confederation. And it was a way for them to basically corral what had gotten a little too unruly for the banking class and the people who really run things. Right. I think that had the, the articles of confederation stayed in, in place, we'd probably have an anarchist world right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was a. It was almost like they, they were like, "Hey, hang on a second. This is pretty close to anarchy, and anarchy is terrible. So let's put a little bit of tyranny in there so that we can keep these anarchists <laughs> in check." Right. And 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 the thing is, so I think more than anything, this is just my personal take on this. I think more than anything, and I can back this up with experience in other places, the freedom that Americans enjoyed up until probably the 19 teens 20s 30s was more a function of how like what dutch just said on here he said news traveled slower back then he's talking about back in the 80s and 90s but but even back you know go back 100 Mm -hmm. years from now and back then everything traveled really slow including (laughs) tyranny yeah so like you if you lived you in if you lived in Oregon in 1913, it didn't mean the same thing that it means now to live right. in Oregon in 2013. Oregon in 2013, if Barack Obama says this is what's going down in Oregon, that shit goes down in Oregon, and like you have to like get the legislature to push back and everything. In 1913, like they wouldn't even find out for, I mean, what, was, what did we celebrate Juneteenth last month? Where it's like <laughs> they, they had to wait until somebody wrote in and told them in Texas, like, Hey, by the way, um, Slavery that Lincoln no guy, that Lincoln <laughs> guy, he read this thing. And uh, apparently like this shit's over. Um, that, right. that that's how stuff was. Like, it was, it was really hard. And what I was going to say is I go to, I go to Mexico to visit my little brother and you go to certain parts of rural Mexico. You can even go to parts of rural us. And there's shit that just don't apply. Mm-hmm. Like my backyard. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> I'm saying even stuff where you're not in control of it. Like you go right. to certain rural parts of the United States and there's stuff that they would think in New York, like, holy cow, this is illegal. This is like 14 mm-hmm. federal offenses. And the people over there are like, and who's going to find yeah. out? Green no County, one is ever going to find out. But as you start to get to where now people can put it on their cell phone and they can stream it live. You know, now people find out about it. Mm-hmm. They find out about a whole lot of stuff. So I, I think, I think a lot of that stuff is um, a function of the freedom that we that people enjoyed was a function of how difficult it was to enforce a lot of that stuff. Absolutely. Much much less so than the fact that the people wanted to be tyrants and that they were actually in control of the major, you know, um, everything. That's why, like, they had to do all the stuff with interstate commerce and everything because. Well, look, if Arkansas wants to do Arkansas shit, um, they can probably get away with it. But as soon as it goes into Oklahoma, well, now now we can get you on federal crimes because it went over state lines. Well, and that's largely what they're doing with cannabis laws, too. Mm -hmm. So but in gun laws, too. Yeah. 
for sure. And but my point with the Berlin Wall is though is I didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. And I think that it is a real possibility that someday, hopefully tomorrow, just to be clear, <laughs> it's probably not going to happen, but hopefully tomorrow, someday, we're going to wake up and the government will have fallen apart. Mm-hmm. It will have stopped. I don't know how it's going to stop. I don't know if it's going to run out of money. What degree will it stop as well? I'm talking about ceasing entirely. Oh, well, shit. I don't know if that's... I got bad news for you, man. Yeah, that's not our eyelids. That's not our eyelids. Why not? Probably our kids' kids. You want you want to be perfectly honest? Mm-hmm. I do. Because we're because we're not ready for it. Yeah. People don't want it. Do they? People, you know, no, they don't. I, I, not, not, no, not on a, not on a grand enough scale. Like there's too many people who are more than willing to hand over their sovereignty for the temporary security that Benjamin Franklin talked about. I, I, to a good degree, I agree. And those are the people that matter, right? Uh, I mean, it's there's it's a whole lot of a whole lot of cowardly people out there, yeah. For and sure. I, and, I, and I think that that's what what we see. What we see is a function on the whole of what? our own our own individual person by person corruption. We sure. manifest we manifest through our own corruption, our own. Uh, bad dealings with people with our with our neighbor with our fellow man we 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 manifest that as like what we expect from our leaders because they do it better than we do and then the people who do it better than them get pushed to even more powerful positions and too much too often i think the to the extent that they will allow us to continue to get away with the stuff that we continue to get away with will we we keep we keep putting into we, you. You yeah. reap what you sow, and I and I think we're sowing way too much bad seed. Oh, I would agree, but at the <laughs> same time, again, are those the people that matter? My answer is no, because sheep are going to be led by a sheep herder. It does not matter. Most of the people, I would say, every bit of at least. 70 to to 80% of the people globally do not matter because they're going to do whatever the fuck they're told. Hmm. Regardless, if they're told, Hey, we're anarchists now, they're going to be like, okay, I go to work today. Right. I guess that's what we're doing. I guess we're, <laughs> okay. what, what, what flag, what color flag do I put up? Right, Black. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah I, I feel you on that. I, I think what I was talking about is more of like, what is, what's going to actually lead them. And I think that it's less likely to be the people who are going to ask them to do more stuff for themselves, because that's, what's going to be required to keep the tyranny from happening. And they're much more likely to follow the people who are going to say, it's like, it goes back to like the old uh, class president bullshit elections, Mm -hmm. you know, vote for me for, uh, student body treasurer because I'm going to make it to where we'll have a vending machine that sells only airheads in the uh, cafeteria. And, and there's no way they can actually do that. And there it's empty. Pro- like we were talking about before with super empty, empty promises, you know, it's, it's super empty promises on steroids at those sure. student body elections. So people, but, but people still vote for them. 
Why? Because people like being told that somehow somebody else is going to make their dreams come true. And all they have to do is go Beep, and and all their problems are solved. That's why Trump makes people so happy and why Biden makes people so happy is because people are like, hey, I pushed my button for my guy. And if my guy wins, my life will be great. And it's like, well, you still have to do shit for your life. Yeah. Like, not really. I just push, you know, that. so there, the more people who promise and lie to them, the more likely they are to lead them. Right. So we're still talking about the same people. We're still talking about the DTDs who are out there doing what they're told. Yeah. So I'm going to lie to them. I'm going to tell them the truth. And so I'm not going to be leading them because they don't want to hear what they're going to kill me instead. I don't, I don't want to lead them. I don't want, I don't care what they do. I I don't care Where, where, where I'm at is that I would guess, and and again, I am not in the know, you know, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. I would guess that the amount of people that that are actually the shitbags, the tyrants, the slave owners, the, 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 you know, Mm -hmm. little dick fucking uh, tyrants across the the world. Hummer drivers. Right. Hummer drivers, the fucking, <laughs> the, the elites, if the, which I think is a terrible word to call them because they're not yeah, elite. Yeah. The, the lazy pieces of shit that want to live off of everyone else is a much yeah. more accurate uh, description. Those people are not 5% of the population of the globe. They are not that. No. They are not 5% of the population. Anarchists are counted in the millions now. I would say within the next 10 years, you will be counting anarchists in the tens of millions. Sure, there are billions of people. Again, the vast majority of people do not matter. When we get to a point where we are significantly more numerous than that shitbag class, Mm -hmm. they have a problem. Because again, those people that don't pay attention that aren't willing to do shit on their own. The ones that we're going to have to carry that we carry now, you know, mm-hmm. my paycheck pays for them every week. You know, those people that don't want to do a motherfucking thing that we are going to have to carry in a different way. When there isn't a state, we're going to have to rely on charity, things like that. Those people do not fucking matter. They are going to be removed and they're not going to do anything. What I'm saying is we don't know that we're not about to have a Berlin Wall kind of moment. And, you know, all we got to do is get people to stop believing in that shit. The more people we get not believing in it, there is going to be a tipping point and it is not 50%. I think it's... No, definitely not. Yeah, well, I don't even think it's that high. If, but, but I guess what I'm... the what I'm more like government completely going away is what I, when we were talking about it, like just not being there anymore, it's um, the, I'm just thinking of like the idiocracy people. Like it's like, they're going to be like, who's going to make the Brondo. Um, Right. For sure. It's, and I'm not making it. And they're going to be like, well, fuck you guy. Like throw this guy in jail because this guy doesn't want to make us Brondo. Matter of fact, he made us get rid of brondo like it's mm-hmm. um we saw it with the whole vid thing where like sure. remember we i talked about how i used to always dream of this ants moment from a bug's life mm-hmm. where they all lock arms to stand up to the grasshoppers 
Except that like half of the ants tried to feed us to the grasshoppers. Right. Right. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, I, I understand. That's the, that's the part I'm saying. And I think right. I'm what I'm what I'm I guess where my evolution of my revolution is like I I don't need for the government to go away for me to be, and I don't think you do either. Like, I, I think you're, sure. uh, it's like, it'd be cool. Um, I would love it. Like it would make things so much easier, but I don't, I, I'm getting to the point now where like, I don't necessarily even want easy because I, I know how I get lazy when things are easy and I, my vigilance drops off when I, when things are easy. And so in a way I kind of like, I don't know, I'm, I'm fucking with the struggle and I'm just going to deal with it. And I'm going to try to be, I'm going to just try to be better me and help lead the people around me. And then whatever happens happens. And um, I don't know. It's that's where, that's where I am on that. Sure. And, and, but, but where I, what I'm trying to get at is that I don't, I, I don't think we actually fundamentally know where we're at. Because they have definitely done everything they can. As an example, imagine in the 1950s, just to use a, a, a you know, a, a date. Imagine if they had the technology we have now, how much easier. It would have been to get to the moon. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, how much easier it would, if they had the technology we have now in 1950s, how much easier it would have been to have a COVID situation where they did. Oh God. Yeah. You're right. Oh. Yeah. 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 Like if they had the, the um, medical and whatever other kind of technology you're talking about, like not the, cause, cause what, what, or the, even like Twitter, you think even the media stuff. Cause I think that's, I think that's actually what hurt their effort. I, I think that I, I think, well, no, Cause I go back to, I go back to nine 11. I go back to the, like the war in Iraq. I go back to the first war in Iraq and like the fact that there wasn't Twitter and people being able to do their own research and like having like, like there are people who we would have never known existed sure. who became like major journalists in a, in a way, huh? Sure. Each other. We wouldn't have known each yeah, other. Well, no, right. Exactly. So you see what I'm saying? So like, like, Hotep Jesus, Uncle Hotep, like Tanai Ricks, the, Peter McCullough, even like we wouldn't even know who these people are if it had been the technology. You know, if if you go back to and do so, launch the vid the way that they did, where it like has the the ability to um, to scare people like it did because they tried this with like the swine flu, they tried it with some other things, but it ended up not being as um, I don't know, pervasive or whatever, but like the fact that you had people on social media who could expose the fact, like these nurses are doing TikToks and look, there's nobody. Oh, look, that's a dummy in that bed. That's not even an actual person. You know, they were doing all this yeah. stuff and people were exposing stuff routinely because you had all these people who had access to a wide audience. Cause as soon as you hit retweet and a few more people hit retweet, all of a sudden now it's the same as if it was on the CBS evening news. Right, but in the 1950s, no one would have been trying. My my, my point is, and Nico, you, I'll nobody get, would have been trying you, what? And nobody would have been. And it, my understanding of how the 1950s was, everybody would have been compliant. The mm. amount of people rebelling, like there are now, the amount of people mm. that are looking into other ideas, even if it's just conservatism. You got to remember, mm. conservatism 
as we know it today did not exist in the 1950s. Mm -hmm. Not that was largely Barry Goldwater and that whole thing. Mm -hmm. But, but I think that if they had any of the technology, they would just steamrolled us in the 1950s because they didn't have a active resistance. Nico, you were about to say something earlier when Chad and I were commenting. What was it? Um, actually, I don't remember. Okay. So, so, um, I'm bad, Nico. No, you could. It wasn't uh, anything like super uh, critical. It was just sure. going along the lines of what Chad was saying. Yeah. It, but it, largely, I think that what we're dealing with today is we are inundated. If, if they, if they almost had this motherfucker and they were ready to just lock everybody down, mm -hmm. they wouldn't need to use censorship they wouldn't need to use um any of the the tools that they're using because they wouldn't have a resistance they're using brainwashing they're using subliminal messages they're using um outright programming in movies because they have to to keep up with the blossoming minds of the globe my i actually still have now i may be wrong and it may be a feudal resistance but I don't believe in feudal resistance. Mm -hmm. I believe God told me to stand. I believe God told me to bow to no one but him. And, and I'm not talking about the Bible. I was told by Shingo, the uh, uh, Arisha, that my knees belong to God. And mm -hmm. that's it. They do not belong to any man. I will not bow to any human being. So at the end of the day, people like me and people like y'all, we're not, we were not as much even 10 years ago. Think about the difference, Chad, yeah. between like five years ago when I very first started with Adam, mm -hmm. when I very start, first started, I, I, I thought, damn, pff, we might get 1% of the vote. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I didn't give a shit because I was mm -hmm. like, hey, I like this idea and fuck it. Let's, let's, yeah. school, let's go for it. But, but now those ideas that Adam, talked about, about limiting government down to the local area, to localization, pulling government away from the federal government and handing it to the states. That's being talked about on the main stage of mm -hmm. every libertarian organization in the country. Mm -hmm. They may not credit Adam for it, but he started something there. Mm -hmm. And there is a shit ton of people calling for secession all over the, all over mm -hmm. this country now. Mainstream people talking about secession, talking about bringing the power to the states, which to me, I agree that it, if, if like the Berlin wall, things, you know, fell tomorrow, we got problems because we're not ready for it. And I think that, that it is a better way for us to be agorists and, you know, do as much as we can to prepare ourselves and be self-sufficient and do all that stuff because just in case they fuck up and it all does fall down. But I think that gradually, I actually think we're going to get there. I think because the growth I'm seeing everywhere of whether you call it libertarian ideas, anarchist mm -hmm. ideas, voluntarist ideas, or just free thinking ideas, mm -hmm. those are growing and they're growing quickly. And um, I think they have lost control. And I think that's also why they want to control the population. So 
my, I, I guess my opinion is that, yes, it's going to be a hard time. I, I've said multiple times that I think that, that we got about a 10 year period when this really starts kicking in and it may have already kicked in, but when it, when it starts kicking in, we're going to have a 10 year period. That's going to be difficult because you know, getting rid of even even when, like, for instance, in the United States, when we went from being a monarchy to being a constitutional republic, that was hard for people to get. They didn't understand. OK, mm -hmm. the king. That's why they went out and asked George Washington if he would be king It's because they were like they couldn't fathom. Okay, what mm -hmm. what's it going to be? Yeah, that's where I think people still are right now. Right, but <laughs> it talking. worked. But that's my point: is you had three percent of the population. Worked for who? It, 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 <laughs> it, well, it worked for the colonists in the north, and yeah. um, and, and it worked for a better system. Again, I, I I will concede that the United States is not where I. That is not my goal. It is a mm. step along the way, and it, it was a flawed step. 100%. You, yeah, when you say it worked, you mean it worked in terms of like getting people to transition from monarchy, monarchy. to this new system where they Correct. yeah. Which not did necessarily, not necessarily that it worked in terms of like it it was the panacea. It Correct. Was, it definitely was not. No. But it, but they did establish the that um democratically elected um republics were the norm after the America and it, it was actually the United States and France and actually Haiti mm -hmm. also mm -hmm. Nico's people <laughs> that stood up right out of the gate mm -hmm. in, in that time period. It didn't, it, it didn't succeed. <laughs> Something fell. Nico's people just fell back down. Right. So, 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 so it didn't really work in France. But what well, France? Tornado did, warning, you jackass! <laughs> you got a tornado warning? Yeah. Wow. What? Why did it sound like you knocked over a bunch of uh, cups full of ping pong balls? Cans. It was. It was. It was leftover Canada dry cans from my little brother. Uh, there you go. And my window's <laughs> open. Okay. So, but the, um, but anyhow, the norm went from monarchy and, and it, with France, yes, it failed, but they scared the living shit out of every government in Europe mm -hmm. because they, the, because the French, it, unlike the Americans, the Americans kicked the British out, but they kicked the British out because it was a different situation because in France, they were not kicking a government that was far over an ocean. They right. were kicking government that was right there out and mm -hmm. they chopped heads off. Yeah. And so every monarch in Europe saw that and was terrified. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so that they started going, okay, well, maybe we ought to let him have a little bit of talky talk, <laughs> you know, because that's what, what it took. So what I'm saying is that we should stand firmly and yes, be anti-violent when we can and what I mean by when we can't be anti-violent unless you've got a gun pointed in your face, unless it's defense of your family, be anti-violent for mm. sure. But we need to stand and we need to say firmly no, and we need to mean it. And the time to do that is now, not yesterday, not six weeks ago. It is time to stop playing their game. It is time to start putting your own money together, getting yourself self-sufficient, you know, we've been screaming this for three years now. St 
stop listening to us talk and start doing for yourself. Start, you know. I mean, keep listening to us talk, but, right, you know, right, right, like, right. Um, <laughs> stop only doing that if that's what you've only been doing, you know. Correct. You know, get out there and figure out what you want and seize it. You know, it is your birthright to be free. That is your birthright. That is a gift from God. Liberty is one of the many gifts that was given to us by God. And we are honor bound to defend that. Mm -hmm. So do so. Stop pandering to these assholes. They, you know, for those of you who are, might be listening to this or watching this and aren't an anarchist, Ask yourself, what do they provide that cannot be provided by somebody else? What? Mm. Nothing. They provide nothing but a skim off the top. There is no difference between any government and a mafia gang. So I want to, um, we probably need to start winding down, but I want to cover one quote by Rothbard. And it goes to my point. Rothbard said, if the bulk of the public were really convinced of the illegitimacy of the state, if it were convinced that the state is nothing more nor less than a bandit gang writ large, then the state would soon collapse to take on no more status or breath of, ex of existence than another mafia gang. So it's time to start talking, folks. We need to start talking with everyone. Be nice, bring kindness, bring love, and bring freedom. Because peace, love, and freedom sells. It is popular. And it's time to start taking action. It's time for America mm -hmm. to rebel again against its own government. So you guys want to add something to that? In Minecraft, we allegedly, <laughs> allegedly need to rebel in Minecraft. Did I miss something about Minecraft earlier? I apparently. Oh, okay. So tell us about Minecraft. We allegedly say this so we can keep our channel alive. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Because who would want to rebel against our government? Yeah. <laughs> Not I. <laughs> right. We're just, we just don't like Slenderman or the, uh, the zombies or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we need to set up an entire building full of cats. Because <laughs> that seems to be what my daughter does with my uh, Okay. <laughs> well, that's a girl thing, I guess, because my, my boys don't, they don't do anything with cats. Um, they do kill a lot of pigs on that game, though. They just like go murk a pig just for the sake yeah. of it. She she like will build a house or some shit and fill it with some strange animal. Hmm. Does it all the time? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you're teaching how to livestock your animal young, huh? Apparently, on yeah. yeah, digital animals. <laughs> well, I'm glad you work. said. I'm glad you said what you said about the, uh, the like nonviolence and everything because I was going to say like that whole thing with. I mean, yeah, the French have been revolutionaries too with the guillotines and all that stuff. But my humble opinion is that ain't the answer. Um, it's uh, I'm with you that it's uh, 
you know, yeah, if, if someone's trying to, you know, break into your house, you know, rape your family, you know, kill you, kill your kids, whatever. Um, that's one thing, but <clears throat> this, um, I don't know. It's like we have this, this weird false dichotomy of either you have to be like a compliant little sheep that lets them just walk all over you, or you have to turn into a murderous tyrant yourself. Yeah. And, and it kind of reminds me of that old, um, I was telling, uh, I think I was telling <clears throat> Trey this when, when I was interviewing him for the strong dad mm -hmm. June article, there, there was this, I don't know. Do you remember Laura Schlesinger, the Dr. Laura Schlesinger? She was a doctor familiar. She's a, like a psychologist or whatever. So anyway, but she would talk about how a lot of people, cause people would call it, she had a call in show people call in and they'd be like, I'm having this problem with this, you know, my mom and my relationship with my mom and both, you know, all this kind of stuff that basically like treating her like a shrink on the radio. Mm -hmm. Um, and she made this very important, um, kind of delineation that like people fail to, to do that. Like they think that like, if you've been abused at any point in your life, that the typical fallback for any abuse victim is, you can either be the victim or you can be the abuser. You can be the abuser. The The abuser is, I don't want to be the victim. So I guess that, so that's where you end up with, you end up with people who end up in cycles of abuse where they sure. continue to let themselves be abused because that's how they feel comfortable. That's all they know. And they feel, they feel weird if they're not in a codependent type relationship mm -hmm. where like they are dependent on the fact that the person they're with depends on, abusing them to feel happy yeah. or whatever and they feel like they're doing their part or some shit i don't know it's weird um or you end up with people who have been abused who then become abusers and there's that very healthy other option which <laughs> right. is to recognize that people shouldn't be abused right. and that uh you can stand Don't up for yourself <laughs> you can stand up for yourself and and have like really healthy uh, establishment of like, hey, you're not going to do this to me, and I'm not going to allow you to do it to me. But then you're also, it doesn't mean that you have to be abusive in order to 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 kind of head them off at the pass, so to speak. And so that's where I think like a lot of this stuff, this a lot of the revolutionary stuff um, and vigilante type stuff comes from sometimes is that, and I say that because I, I have battled with this this sort of mentality. I remember, you remember the movie Law Abiding Citizen, Jamie Foxx and uh, Gerard Butler, where he I like, I saw it, but I don't remember. Gerard Butler's wife and daughter get like, I, I'm pretty sure they get raped and murdered. Like somebody breaks into their house and then like Gerard Butler goes, like he falls asleep unconscious. I think they think they killed him or whatever. But anyway, the last thing he sees is his wife and daughter like on the floor hands behind their back and these two guys like on top of them and like and then that's mm. it next thing you know like the wife and daughter are dead those guys go to prison or go to trial they get off on their trial or whatever and so um or they they get like a shorter shorter than they should have gotten sentences and so he like waits for them to uh you know to basically be um be thrown in jail and he's also like he's got like a vendetta against like all the people who helped get them off mm -hmm. and so he like goes and gets them and like murders tortures them like he takes the one guy and he like 
he basically like fillets this guy, but like Maybe has didn't see he that. has mirrors set up so the guy can watch himself getting mutilated hmm. while he's doing this revenge because this is the dude who did this to his wife and daughter. One of one of the dudes. Anyway, I remember watching that and I was just like, "Hell yes, I would do this too. This is a great idea." Right. And I have evolved in my revolution um, to like. No, that's like exactly what the 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 same like weird evil voices that got those guys to go break in and kill your daughter and your wife. They're telling you to do that stuff because that's the so like the guillotine shit is just not my. Uh, not oh, my I favorite. agree. Is it, is it wrong if I we uh, kidnap them, bind them, and um, tickle their feet? Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's uh, it's it's tough. Like if somebody's still a legitimate threat, um, and you know, like it, you you have the just kneecap them and make them walk you, home. You you're justified and almost duty bound to neutralize the threat, right? Yeah. But if someone's not a threat, you know, if you can have someone locked in solitary and you know be like, it's cool. Like I. Uh, Marcus and I talked about this how many times where like punitive versus um, restorative justice. Mm -hmm. um, restorative justice is way better. Like what would have been really cool is if somehow, you know, some sort of memorial to that guy's wife and daughter could have been done to kind of give him some sort of healing. Mm -hmm. All that stuff does. It doesn't, it doesn't heal you. It actually just makes the wound fester more it brings more evil into the world it too. does it, that, that exactly exactly yep yeah you fight you fight evil with good that that's just that's just the way that it is and i'm gonna again read a quote this is john lennon when it gets down to having to use violence then you are playing the system's game the establishment will irritate you pull your beard flick your face to make you fight because once they have got you violent then they know how to handle you the only thing they do not know how to handle is nonviolence and humor. Hmm. Again, I, I think that the, the battle that we're fighting is good versus evil. Mm -hmm. And, you know, no matter how you slice it, people that want to leave other people alone, mm -hmm. generally, <laughs> sure, they might still be shitbags, but generally they're, they're usually good guys. People that are, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the people that that are trying to control folks, or I don't mm -hmm. know, govern them, <laughs> mm -hmm. they tend to be assholes. Mm -hmm. They tend to be violent shitbags who don't are bad and evil people. Mm -hmm. This is not, you know, again, this is not a a battlefield on this planet of statists versus anarchists that's not what we're dealing with we are absolutely dealing with a battle between good and evil and anarchists in general tend to be on the good guy side in general because we don't believe in hurting other people we don't believe in in stealing from folks we don't believe in murdering folks we don't believe in violence so again you know, we need to get ourselves, in my opinion, to a level where we have the education that the people who founded this country 
had. We need mm-hmm. to train our minds. We need to know what the fuck we're talking about. We need to have a, ourselves spiritually solid. We need to understand and have a relationship with God. That is, that's a requirement like they had. Because the evolution that we're going to see as a country, I would guess within the next hundred years, can go a couple of different ways. We can go backwards and we can see monarchy rise and a dictatorship come to this country. Or we can demand our freedom and demand that we go back to a, I, I will be willing to go back to the Articles of Confederation. I'm willing to go there. Hell, I'd be willing to go back, to, if anybody would follow it, the Constitution. And I'm not saying that the documents are real. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying that level of freedom. I'd be cool with going back to the Articles of Confederation. Maybe that's the step we need to make before we get to full anarchy. But that's a step. And we need to start actively trying to convince others to, to move with us, whether they are Hoteps, conservatives, liberals, libertarians, greens, I don't care if they're just some dude down the street. Yes, I'm telling people to proselytize. Yes, I'm telling people to share the good word because your life and your freedom depend on it. Mm-hmm. Now, tell people the other thing that you're supposed to tell them, Marcus. What's that? <laughs> Stay free. Ah, fine. There. You know, that was Stay very. <laughs> Nico, you got anything else before Marcus tells everyone to stay free? Words. No, that was just a, a fire ass rant. Get your ass up off the couch, you potatoes. And, you know, go spread the good word. You know, even if it isn't uh, the most copacetic conversation that you would imagine it being. At least you said something and got it off your chest. Now, you know, if it's a waste of time, you know, yeah. But, oh, no, go out there, go kick some ass and take some names, figuratively, not literally. We just talked about nonviolence, everybody. <laughs> yeah, love y'all. Be easy to be breathing. That's right. So, we ready to stay free, Chad? Yeah. yeah. Stay free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're gonna stay we're gonna stay broadcasting instead of staying free. All right, peace y'all. <laughs>